Welcome to Spiritual Shit You Need to Know, a lifestyle podcast for millennial women, lightworkers, and spiritual badasses who are waking up, ready to tap into their powers, and own it like a true boss. I'm your host, Regis Cowan, spiritual entrepreneur and life coach, and my passion is helping women like you get out of your own way and step your mindset game up. Are you a spiritual woman who's questioning her life, wanting more meaning and purpose, and you're ready to live your most amazing life? then this is the place for you. Your time is now. Let's get to it. All right. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome back. Glad to be back here on the podcast for another episode. Man, it's been a minute. I looked at my last episode that I posted and I saw that it said February 14th. And I'm like, oh, it's been a minute. I got some stuff I want to talk about, but I just hadn't gotten around to dropping the next podcast episode. So today's episode is going to be about my Reiki healing sessions. I'm going to talk a little bit about that, what my experience was, why I felt like I needed to go have this done. Um, So I'm going to jump into that in just a moment. I've also got some Oracle cards and tarot cards that I'm going to pull um, for you so that we can get some spiritual guidance and advice. And also announcement if you didn't see the last mini episode that I announced, I am going to be launching the Spiritual Shit Podcast Mastermind Group. So if you want to know more about that, get on the wait list so that once I launch, you will be the first to know. And you can join the mastermind so that you can talk with me, talk with others, get spiritual advice, whatever you're going through on your journey. We're going to talk all about it. I'm going to have guest speakers and hosts and whatever else I can think of that you may want in this community. So I'll put the link in the show notes. You can um, add your email and your name, and that way you'll get the first heads up of when the Spiritual Ship Podcast Mastermind launches. Um, Let's see, what else? I guess I'll just jump right into it. First, we'll start with our Oracle cards. Um, I've got our Starseed Oracle which I love these because they're so pretty and I always seem to get the message that I need. So we're looking for what is the message today for you, my audience. Sometimes they like to jump right out at me. Sometimes I have to just pull a card and see what comes up. But I love when they jump out at me. Sometimes it's a little freaky, like when I don't expect it or when it goes real fast. You know, I think I'm going to shuffle the cards for a couple times before one comes out. Sometimes I'll shuffle immediately. Something will pop out. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> All right. So I'm just going to shuffle and pull a card here. I've already prayed over these so that we get the message that you're meant to receive today. All right. I split the deck into three and put them back together. Let's see what our card on top says today. Ooh, this says the blue flame. So again, this is from the Starseed Oracle card deck. The blue flame is the card that came up for us. So it says spontaneous awakening, activation, and integration time. That's perfect for us because, hey, what are we? Lightworkers, spiritual shit people. Um... We're all having these awakenings. So it's basically just telling us that activation is happening and it is time to integrate those lightworker superpowers that you have. 
I've also got my regular um, tarot cards here, Rider Waite. And this is actually from um, the vendor, Ubria. It's O-U-B-R-I-A. Um, it's a black-owned company, and guess what? They've got black people on the tarot cards. So, of course, I had to get them. These are my favorites. So, I'm going to shuffle. Oh, let's see what message spirit has for us. A card just fell on the floor. Oh, Lord. It's the death card. Ooh, spooky. I'm just kidding. I'm just playing. But the death card, if you don't know, in the tarot deck, people usually get scared when they see it because they think it means death, like somebody's dying or I'm going to die. And that's not necessarily what it means. Most of the time, it doesn't mean that. I mean, of course, there could be some death in your family or near you. But most of the time, the death card just represent, uh, represents transformation. So we got the blue flame that says we're having spontaneous awakenings and activations. And clearly that goes hand in hand with the death card because that's all about transformation going through some things right like you're becoming a new you you're embodying this new spiritual person whatever powers you have now you are stepping into your light owning your power and you're going through a transformation and sometimes that may or may not be easy for you um whether it's with your friends or your family around sometimes they're open to it and sometimes they're not so it could be a lonely journey but that's why again I am making the spiritual shit podcast mastermind because if you do feel like there's nobody you can talk to or who doesn't understand what you're going through guess what I'm your girl we're the community we are going to talk all about that and guide you through it so you don't feel like you're alone when you're going through this death card transformation okay and then also the death card looks real spooky because, I mean, the cards were made in, I don't remember, 1900 something. So it's very like gothic type stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's got a, a knight that looks like a skeleton riding a horse. And then there's another guy on the ground looks like he's dead. So, of course, that shit looks spooky as fuck. Right. But that's not what it means. We have to get past the imagery because it's a little dated. Um but it does help me understand like where they were coming from during that time. So we're going through a transformation. The world hell is going through a transformation right now. Um, so just be mindful of that, whatever that is for you. And then also jumping in to transformations and things being activated. Um, I wanted to talk to you about my Reiki healing experience. I had been waiting to do this for a while um, I had another girl on the podcast here who talked about Reiki. That was a couple years ago and I still never had it done. I was supposed to have it done last October by one of my friends. Her name is Shawnee. She lives in Atlanta, the Atlanta area. And, um, I got sick and I didn't know if it was COVID or not and what if it was contagious. So I didn't want to do it. I was like, I'll just reschedule. And so last month toward the end of February, um, I decided that it was time and I finally need to have this session done. So what had happened was, or what was going on with me was, you know, I've got all my spiritual tools. Um, I pray, I meditate, I use my Oracle cards, tarot cards when I need guidance. I try to stay connected to nature. Um, I journal, I talk to my community, friends, family, like all these support things that I have. I even started doing EFT tapping, um, a little bit more diligently let's say because again I knew that was a tool that was available to me but I wasn't using it fully um so I had all these tools and people I was talking to and it was like something just still wasn't clicking 
And so I remember like in my mind, I kept thinking, maybe I have some type of block. I've got an energy block, a chakra block. Maybe there's some energy or a dark energy that's attached to me that I can't seem to get rid of. Like all the sage in the world is not making this shit go away. (laughs) And then I went through like a mini episode of depression where I was sleeping in all the time. I'll tell you about that. And you know, I just had this heavy feeling on me that I couldn't get over. And I kept feeling like I was waiting for life to happen to me. Like I'm doing all the things and that wasn't working. And so then I just went into this mini depression of like, well, I'm just going to sleep in all day, get up and do the bare minimums and then go back to bed. And clearly that is not a good place to be. So I reached out to my friend, Shawnee. We set up an appointment. I I drove to Atlanta. I'm still in South Carolina right now, but I go back and forth. And so, you know, she gave me some stuff, some homework to do um, before I came into her session. So when I got to her um, home, because I did it at her home because we're close friends, she didn't mind me coming to her house to have it done. And now, mind you, she told me, like, block out a good amount of time because we're going to need like a good two, two and a half, maybe three hours for everything that we're going to do. So we started with just talking, you know, her asking me questions, what was going on in my life. We did a foot detox bath. And then she had me get on um, the virtual reality <laughs> shit, right? Like everybody's into virtual reality. I had never done it yet because I'm just like, you know, whatever. So she's like, no, no, no. There's an app on here that I love. It has meditation. Like this is something that you can use as a tool. And so, of course, I'm all for that. I'm not a big gamer. I'm not for a lot of the virtual reality because I know people are already starting to use it this way as a way to escape life um, or not living their most authentic life in the real world like that. I know that's going to be a problem as this metaverse stuff starts to come to fruition even more, you know, cryptocurrencies and all this stuff that's going to be in the metaverse. People are going to start trying to live basically a fake ass life through the metaverse or the virtual reality world. So that's why I've kind of been away from it a little bit, but it's also good to know that you can also use this as a tool for things like meditation. Um, You know, with any tool, there's the good and there's the bad. Some people are going to abuse it and some people are going to use it for good. So she had me do this meditation app. It was really cool because I was like floating around in the stars and in the sky and in the galaxy. And she was like, this shit is really cool. And it's like, yeah, And there's a guy that guides you through the meditation. Uh, I think it's called Trip. That's the name of the app. It's called Trip. Um, So if you have virtual reality Oculus thingy, then you can check that out. So I did that for a while. We talked a lot about meditation because it's something that I haven't done as often as I should be doing. And so she was saying that could really help me clear my energies. So we talked a lot about that. Um, She's very intuitive. She can see auras, you know, uh, chakras. These things like show up to her visually. And she was like, you have a lot of yellow and a lot of green around you, um, which now looking back, I know that that's my heart chakra. That's what I've been working on lately is healing any past hurts or things that may be um, blocking that or, you know, making it overactive or underactive. So we did a um, few things with that. Then she got me on the table and, you know, she said, I'm going to do some cord cutting. We're going to do some, put some crystals on you. We're going to use essential oils. And she had the incense going. Everything was just great, right? And so she got me on the table and she turned on her meditation music for me to kind of zone out to 
covered me up. Um, we put like a blindfold over my eyes and she put crystals on my chakras. So the crazy thing about Reiki is they don't really put their hands on you. It's more so of really channeling energy and feeling your energy with their hands. So they kind of hover their hands over you in different places. And so here I am covered up under this blanket. I'm blindfolded. The only thing I can hear is music. Like I know she's in the room and then I start to like feel certain things. Right. And so the crazy thing about Reiki is sometimes what you feel, you know, you're like, oh, she's got her hand over my stomach right now because that's what I kept feeling. And we talked some stuff about my root, and my sacral chakra being out of balance too. Um, I'm like, okay, her hand's over my tummy because I can feel something like going on, right? And so a couple of times she was like, no, I'm not over your tummy at all. I'm like, what? <laughs> so it's crazy. And then like when she was up by my head, I couldn't tell if she was up there or down by my feet or like what. So I know I zoned out a couple of times. At one point in time, she said that my head was kind of like, bobbing to the beat of the music I promise you I didn't feel that and so she was like you were really in tune because you just had this little like your head was just shaking just a little bit to the beat of the music and then I remember specifically when I got to this like in between space you know you're asleep but you're not asleep so it's like you're still aware you know what's going on but it's that in between state so here I am in this in between state and I remember hearing the words um, that the angels are singing hours upon hours. Like they're singing about you hours upon hour. They're happy. They're singing. And I remember, and the, and the words were going to the beat of the music and they just kept saying it like singing hours and hours and hours. And so I was like, yo, that was really weird. So, you know, finally she started to wake me, wake, wake me up a little bit. I started to become conscious and I just felt really light. I felt like I had energy. I felt calm. I felt like I had been put in a massage and now here I am feeling good, feeling great, feeling relaxed, like a weight had been lifted off of me, right? So she gave me some essential oils to work with and she gave me a candle and some incense. And we talked about crystals too, because I hadn't been using my crystals as much. They were packed up in a box somewhere and I hadn't broken them out because I'm staying at what used to be my grandparents' old house. And so I'm like, uh, I don't really want to live here because it's not my space the way I want to make it. So I just kind of left things in boxes and she was like, no, you need to break your tools out and use them. So that's what I'm doing pulling out my tools, using them. I got my crystals now. I've set up my office space with all my spiritual stuff. Like whoever comes in here, then too damn bad. You're going to see all my crystals and my essential oils. And I've got my bulletin board stuff on the wall because I realized that I need my spiritual tools. These are things that inspire me. And they also apparently help my energy. Like I know this, but I didn't know it was that bad. And then when I was telling her what was going on with me, she was the one that said, Regis, you're depressed. And I'm just like, yo, I think I am. But it's crazy because nobody said that to me. Like my parents didn't say it, my sister, my friends, like they were just checking in with me to seeing how I was doing. They knew I was like getting up late, sleeping in and all that bullshit. But nobody ever pulled me to the side and said, Regis, you are depressed. Or you need to get some help or you need to do something, right? She basically told me that you need to snap out of that shit. <laughs> In so many words, like you are depressed and you need to fight it. 
you're going to have to do something. You're going to have to change. Like, and I knew this already. It was just the confirmation that I needed. But hearing those words, you are depressed. It really just like, it triggered something in me. And I'm like, yo, I got to get my shit together. I am depressed. I didn't realize that that's what it was. I just kept saying, I have these things lined up that are getting ready to happen. But since they're not happening yet, I really don't have anything going that I necessarily have to do or want to do. Like I'm doing the bare minimums. Um, She told me to get outside in nature more. And at the time it was still cold outside. So I'm thinking, well, I don't really want to go out. I had all these excuses, y'all. I can't go outside because it's cold. So I'm not motivated. I have to put on all these clothes, you know, and then it's kind of rainy. And then I'm also in a neighborhood where it's kind of ghetto and ratchet. And so I don't feel like going outside because everybody's always looking at me. So that was one of my blocks coming up, I guess, fear of judgment or fear of being seen. And it's not that I really have a fear of it. It's just like, I don't want to be bothered. Right. So I was avoiding, I was avoiding a lot of stuff. And so I told her we have a lot of land around our house. She was like, if you have land, your ass need to be outside (laughs) a lot more. Like, get yourself up, go outside and get some fresh air so that you can be connected to nature. So that's what I started doing. And literally just hearing that from her, I'm telling you, it just like woke me the fuck up and was like, bitch, you got to snap out of this shit. You are depressed and you're not doing everything in your power that you can to fight it, right? So I also learned, because I'm big into numerology too, that my life path number is a six, which I've always known. And so I live in this little town called Calhoun Falls, right? Where I'm staying most of the time. So I looked up Calhoun Falls. You can type in words have numerology. All the letters add up to one number. And I got the number seven. Seven is a very spiritual number, but it's more of an introspective number. So somewhat like isolation. So that shit immediate clicked for me like, yo, I'm not good with seven energy. Sixes and sevens don't match. I remember trying to date a guy. His life path was seven and it never fucking worked. Um, My mom's a life path seven. So we clash on a lot of stuff, even though we're similar in a lot of ways. Like our thinking and the way we work is like totally different. So here I am in this town and it adds up to a seven. And it was just like an aha moment of, yo, that's why you always want to isolate. That's why you always want to be alone or why you feel like this heavy shadow or burden is on you because you're in this town that doesn't vibrate with what you, what your vibration is. So that was my little aha moment I had about locations and homes and where you're supposed to live. Um, And it also reminded me of why I liked living in Atlanta or I feel called to it or why that's my home because I looked up Atlanta and I have known this previously, but I forgot, but the words Atlanta add up to the number six. So number six, duh, I'm a six life path. I need to be living in a six environment. This is where I thrive, where I feel good, where it feels like home. Um, I've even saved like other locations where the cities add up. This is the city name that I'm saying here. Um, There's also like countries that add up to your number and all that good stuff. But for some reason, the city obviously has more of an effect on you. Um, So I looked up other cities as well that are in Georgia or around the Atlanta surrounding area where I'm like, hmm, maybe I could live here because it adds up to a six. Now, if I'm living by myself, obviously I can pick wherever the hell I want to live. If I'm going to be living with somebody else, that's probably going to be a little tricky to see how they feel about me picking the location of where I'm going to live and how it all works out. But nevertheless, I'll make it work somehow, right? So I just got all these little aha moments about 
why my energy was so low and why I felt like I was having depression and what I need to do to quote unquote fight this as she said. And so coming to that realization, I mean, I literally something snapped in me and was like, get your shit together. So I made a pact with myself that I'm going to go outside every day, at least Monday through Friday, the days when I have work to do. Like that's part of my daily routines to go outside and walk for 30 minutes. And it has been a big breath of fresh air. I mean, I already know that I'm supposed to be outside and be around nature and all that jazz, but I wasn't doing it. So I made it a point to be like, just go outside and walk for 30 minutes, do your little 1.7 miles and come back home, right? There's an area I like to walk up inside, up and down the sidewalk where I can kind of put my earbuds in and zone out. So I do that at least once a day. And it has helped tremendously with my mindset and releasing energy. And so being physical, obviously, too. Of course, I do yoga and I teach yoga. I usually do that in the house. But there's something about being outside. It's different. You get energy from nature like plants have vibrations and give off energy the clouds the air the grass trees like all this stuff gives off an energy and I think it also cleanses your energy and your aura so whenever I feel like my brain is clogged up or foggy I'm like okay let me go outside and go for a walk and by the time I come back home it's like I'm grounded I'm relaxed and I'm ready to get to work so I was really glad that I was able to have this Reiki session and that I reached out to her she was like if you're going through all this then that means you're not doing your self-care and your spiritual care you know I'm doing all the things but I'm not doing the things that help me the most like getting out in nature and meditating daily and having that quiet space and quiet time so that made me snap out of it just her saying you're depressed made me snap out of it. I've created a new routine. Um, I've cut back on my caffeine, got better on my health. And then also being in the EFT tapping group that I'm in, we talk about so many other holistic remedies to help you with stress and anxiety and triggers and releasing things. And there were things that were pent up in me that clearly I didn't know I needed to release or I thought eventually they would go away with the little stuff that I was doing. But sometimes you need to reach out to an expert. Um, And if you're like me, if you're a healer too, or spiritual intuitive person, then guess what? Healers need healers. (laughs) It's like, you can't do your own damn massage. You got to go to the masseuse and sometimes doing your own hair. Sometimes you got to go and get a haircut from a professional, right? You can't treat yourself. Can't be the doctor that's treating you. Doctors have to go see doctors too. So that was my, um, aha moment and my confirmation that yo you need to be getting some spiritual healing and treatments as well because you're taking on a lot of energy especially as an empath so if you've been doing all the things and you feel like I need something else need something extra don't be afraid to reach out to another practitioner or to take care of your spiritual self-care as well because at some point it's like you need a you need a deep clean When you brush your teeth every day and you floss, but you still need to go to the dentist because there's nothing like that deep clean. So I felt like my chakras were blocked. Something wasn't opening up or releasing. And so I was like, okay, let me get some help. So I got the Reiki session. Um, She told me to go on like a 21 day detox. So changing my habits, being mindful of the things she told me, like meditating, meditating 
being consistent with that and to revisit how do I feel now, 21 days in. So it's been about three weeks already. Again, like I said, I feel totally different. I have snapped into shape. I'm working on me, making sure that I am taking care of my spiritual health. So I highly recommend that you try getting a Reiki session, be open-minded. Everybody's experience is a little bit different um, for me because I am a healer and I'm very open and intuitive. There's not a whole lot of woo-woo shit that can scare me. Um, So again, my reaction, she did say that my root chakra seems like it's unstable. Obviously the root chakra has to do with stability and security Um, And I was just feeling like this isn't, I'm not in my secure, stable place yet. And so she basically told me like, well, you're going to have to figure out how to make it your secure, stable place because wherever you are, you should figure out how to feel grounded. So she was like, I expect that your root chakra, the energy is going to feel really, really hot. And she was like, just as I thought it was. So we're going to try to, you know, cool that down, stabilize it and ground it. And so... That was part of my energy healing. So um, for you, your Reiki session may be totally different. I know some people say they have weird visions. You know, for me, I heard from my angels and my spirit guides. And then I know (laughs) some people have out-of-body experiences where they literally, you know, see the practitioner doing the work on them. I was hoping for that, but that didn't happen to me. (laughs) I wanted to have some really, really, really good shit to tell y'all. Like, yo, I had an out-of-body experience and I could see myself and I saw her working on me, but that didn't happen. Okay. So you just never know what your experience is going to be. But I do highly recommend it because it was like the eye opener that I needed. And it was the confirmation of all the stuff I know I should be doing that I'm not doing and thinking that I'm doing just enough to get by. And that just enough to get by was not helping. So that was my transformation, quote unquote, that I have gone through that I'm still going through. You know, when I pulled this tarot death card, it just reminded me that like, yeah, you're going through a transformation. Um, the blue flame card I pulled spontaneous awakening. Like there's a lot of shifting and a lot of energy coming in, especially if you're intuitive or empathic, you're going to be feeling it and it's not getting any easier. So you're going to have to arm yourself even more with your spiritual tools. And I think that was the biggest lesson for me was like, you're not doing enough. Like what you were doing before is no longer working because your energies have changed or they've upgraded. Our DNA is changing. So you're going to have to step your game up, step your spiritual game up. So that's why I want to have some type of mastermind for us so that we can talk about these things. We can see what's going on with each other. You know, someone else's story may resonate with you and it'll be the confirmation that you need to take the next step, whatever that may be for you in your spontaneous awakening or your transformation. Um, So I hope that this episode has been helpful for you. Go and get a Reiki session because we all need to balance and clear our chakras and figure out how we can be the best versions of ourselves, right? Always be working on you, always trying to be the best version of you, whatever that is right now in this moment. So again, if you haven't signed up for the wait list for the Spiritual um, Shit Podcast Mastermind, the link is in the show notes. Click that. That way you will be the first to know when I launch, what all's going to be in there, 
You'll be the first to know and you won't miss a beat. And then also some other exciting news I have is I'm going to be launching my own yoga app. This kind of came out of nowhere. I had a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend (laughs) who sponsored me and was like, you need to have your own yoga app. I have people who probably want to work with you and they want to know where's your app at, y'all. And I don't have an app, right? So here we are getting ready to launch a new app. Hopefully the 1st of April, um, there's a lot that goes into creating an app as far as content and all this other stuff, but I'm excited. So look out for that. If you're not on my email list, get on it. If you're interested in doing yoga, I'm going to be guiding people through some transformational experiences um, because there's more to yoga than just yoga. There's a lot of mindset stuff that goes with it. That's how I kind of got into it. Yoga and spirituality, spiritual shit go together. Um, So if you're interested, make sure you're on my email list. You can click the link again in my show notes, go to my website and just type in your email and your name and get on the list for all this good stuff I've got going on. Also, you can follow me on Instagram. If you aren't already, it's yoga with Regis, R-E-J-Y-S. And you can follow the podcast at spiritual shit podcast for more info on um, the spiritual shit mindset um, podcast, podcast mastermind group as well as when I'm going to be launching my yoga app. So stay tuned. Good things are happening and coming to you and go get a Reiki session. And I'll also, um, I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to spiritual shit. You need to know the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes, subscribe and leave me a five star review. Don't forget to sign up for your free millennial life crisis guide at bit.ly forward slash free crisis guide. And don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram for more spiritual inspo at spiritual shit podcast.